morning. If you would, open your Bibles to the book of Joshua, chapter 1, and today we'll be looking at verses 6 through 9, Joshua chapter 1, verses 6 through 9. Of all the promises that God gives us in the Bible... There is one thing that God never promises. And that is that our life would be easy. Life will be hard. There will be trials and tribulations. There will be sickness. There will be death of loved ones. There will be times where we don't know which way to turn. There will be times where we seem lost or confused and and we don't really know where to go. There will be daily battles to be fought. But there will also be triumphs during these times. And when we look at the saved and the lost, it's the same for both. Whether we are saved or whether we are lost, we're going to have trials and tribulations in our life. The only difference is when we're saved, we know where to turn. And even though God did not promise us everything would be easy in our life, God, what he did do is he gave us examples to follow examples of how we are to respond during the tough times, the trials and tribulations that arise in our life. And we're going to look at one example today, and this is something that God told Joshua. Look at Joshua chapter 1, verses 6 through 9. It's written, Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide the land for an inheritance, which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and of a most valiant courage that thou mayest observe and to do according to all the law which Moses my servant hath commanded thee. Thou shalt not turn away from it to the right hand nor to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Let not this book of the law depart out of thy mouth, but meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe and do according to all that is written therein. For then shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and then shalt thou have good success. Have Have not I commanded thee, saying, Be strong and of a good courage? Fear not, nor be discouraged, for I, the Lord thy God, will be with thee whithersoever thou goest. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Lord, just be with us today as we worship together. Be with all those that are sick and shut in. Be with those that have lost loved ones today, Lord, and 
Help them just to look to you for guidance during this time. And Lord, again, we just pray for the Likens family. We just pray for this church. We pray for all those that were friends of Judy, Lord, and all those lives that she touched. We just, Lord, we come to you with a heavy heart, and we just pray that you would just be with us during this time. And Lord, again, we just pray that you would just be with us as we worship. Just illuminate your word for us and help us just to turn to it. And help us just to be guided by it and have comfort that we can just come to you and just know that you are still on your throne and that you will just help us during the tough times of our life. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today as we worship, that you would just illuminate your word. Just give me the words to say, Lord, and just help us just to look to you for guidance. And Lord, I just pray that if there's anyone here that needs to make any decision, you would speak to their hearts. And just bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now what had happened? Moses, the one who had been leading the children of Israel for a little over 40 years, he had led them out of captivity. He had died. The death of Moses was a terrible blow to the children of Israel. Yet, God did not leave Israel without a leader. You see, even though Moses was the human leader of Israel, God was the ultimate leader. God was still on his throne. But when Moses died... Before, actually before Moses had died, God told Moses to anoint Joshua to take over. And that's what Moses did. You can see this in Deuteronomy 34.9. It's probably right on the page, the, the page over from where you are. In Deuteronomy 34.9, it says, and Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom for Moses had put his hands upon him and the children of Israel were obedient unto him and did as the Lord had commanded Moses. So what God had told Moses was for Moses to anoint Joshua to be leader. Now what made Joshua so special? Now when you think back and you look back in from the book of Exodus on into Deuteronomy, Joshua had always been by the side of Moses. When Moses went up onto Mount Sinai, when God gave Moses the law, Joshua went with him. And when they were coming back down after the children of Israel had fallen into sin and they were worshiping the golden calf, Joshua meets Moses when Moses is coming back down and, and Joshua tells Moses, he says, it sounds like there's a war going on in the camp. Joshua hadn't partaken in any of that. And it was Joshua who had went with Caleb and the other spies to scout out the land, and it was Joshua and Caleb who had given the good report back to Moses, 
saying the land is ready. We can go in and take it. So the leader that God was going to give to Israel was a leader that was after Moses' heart. God had not left Israel without a leader. And as we see, when Moses laid his hands upon Joshua, Joshua received the spirit of wisdom, which is another name for the Holy Spirit. He was filled with the Holy Spirit of God. But even so, Joshua was affected by the death of Moses. Now, how would that have affected Joshua? Well, he would have been overwhelmed. Here he had been by the side of Moses for for 40 years. He had been helping Moses. Moses was the rock in Israel, and now that rock was gone. And Joshua was overwhelmed. He would have been overwhelmed by this. Because here he is given this task from God to lead the children of Israel over into the promised land and conquer the land. But it is at this instance we see what God tells to Joshua. And that's what we're going to be looking at today. And these are words we all need to remember when we are undergoing trials and tribulations in our life. When we look at this passage of scripture, you're going to see a certain phrase repeated three times. Look back at Joshua chapter 1 verses 6 through 9. And look and see if you see the phrase that is repeated three times. Three times God tells Joshua to be strong and of good courage. But then there's one time where he says, be strong and of valiant courage. So you have the phrase, be strong and of good courage or valiant courage occurring three times in here. Be strong and of good courage. Now why would God command Joshua to be strong and of good courage? Because Joshua's rock in Moses had been taken away. Because Joshua was now thrust into a situation, he had no idea what to do. He was given a task by God, and it was going to be a monumental task that was going to take years, and it was also going to lead Israel into numerous wars to accomplish. So this would be a tough time. Remember, Moses had led Israel since they left Egypt for over 40 years. So this would have been a time of great confusion for Joshua. And then think about something. When Moses died, he had not been sick. Look back at Deuteronomy 34.7 at what it says. Moses was now 120 years old when he died. His eyes were not dim, nor his natural force abated. 
Now, if I ever reach 120 years old, I hope I'm in the same shape that Moses was in. His eyes were not dim. He could still see. And he still had youthful strength. But what had happened? Moses had sinned. When he did not give glory to God when Israel had been provided water by God. And God punished Moses by saying, I'll let you see the promised land, but you can't cross into it. So what happens? They reach the promised land. Moses is still in good health. But God tells Moses, appoint and anoint Joshua the son of Nun to take over for you because I'm going to. I'm going to end your life. You're going to come up here. I will show you the land and then I'm going to take you. So what happens? God tells Joshua after the death of Moses to be strong and be of good courage. Be strong during this time. He still had a job to do, and that was to lead the children of Israel. Be strong and of good courage because you're going to go into this land that I have promised, and you're going to conquer it. And then we see that God's command to Joshua is tied to specific actions. Look at verse 6. God tells Joshua, be strong and of a good courage, and then he gives us the reason. He says, for you are going to go into this land and you are going to divide it. You're going to divide this land for an inheritance to the children of Israel, an inheritance that I promised to their fathers. So Joshua had a monumental task and God wanted him to be strong and be of courage so he could get this task done. It was to go in and conquer the land. This means there would be many battles that would have to be fought and Joshua was to lead. He was to lead, be strong and of good courage. But then the next command we see is where it changes slightly. God tells Joshua to be good, to be strong and of a valiant courage. What is a valiant courage? It seems to, to mean about the same thing, but in the context that it's used, it doesn't mean the same thing. He's saying to be, be strong and have this bold courage. A bold courage. Joshua was told to have this bold courage. Why? So he would follow the law of God. So that he would follow and keep the law. Look at what he says. Only be thou strong and of a most valiant courage that thou mayest observe and do according to all the law which Moses my servant hath commanded thee so that you won't turn from the, the right or the left that you're just going to keep the law. That you will keep the law. Now why would he tell him that? What happens when we face trial? What happens when we face tribulation? We become overwhelmed. We become overwhelmed. 
And when we become overwhelmed, if we don't turn to God, where will we turn? We'll turn to sin. God knew exactly what Joshua was going to be facing. So he tells him to be strong, and then he says, have this bold courage, because when you're fighting these battles, when all of these things are going to be happening to you, you need to remember to keep the law. You need to remember where to turn, and you need to turn to me and my law. Because when you turn to me and my law, you're not going to turn to the left or to the right. You're not going to fall into sin. Because Joshua would have been tempted to go on his own. And what happens? We looked at that last week. What happened to Joshua when he went out on his own, when he didn't consult God? He made peace with a people that he shouldn't have made peace with. So God was telling him to remember where to turn. Be strong and a valiant courage, this bold courage, to remember where to turn when the trials and tribulations take place. And then third, look at verse 9. Have not I commanded thee, saying, Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be discouraged, for I, the Lord thy God, will be with thee whithersoever thou goest. So the third, Joshua was to be strong and of good courage, but then God adds, fear not and be not discouraged. And then he gives the reason why. Why should Joshua be strong? Why should Joshua be courageous during this time? Why shouldn't he fear? Why why should he not be discouraged? Because God was going to be with him wherever he went. And that's one thing that we need to remember. Whenever we face trials and tribulations in our life, whenever we get to a point where we don't know which way to turn, as Christians we need to remember we're to turn to God because God is always there. God never leaves us, nor does he ever forsake us. During the good times and the bad times, God is always there by our side. What generally happens when we feel that God has left us? It's not that God has left us, it's that we've left God. We've turned from him, we've walked from him. God never leaves us. He never forsakes us. And that's what God is reminding Joshua here, the newly appointed leader of Israel. He tells him three times, be strong and of good courage or be strong and of valiant courage. And then he ultimately gives the reason why. The first two were reasons, but then the last reason that he tells him this, he ties it together. You know, be strong and of good courage and go in and divide the land. Be strong and of valiant courage and keep the law. Be strong 
and of good courage and fear not and be not discouraged. Why? Because ultimately I am with you and will never forsake you. I'm with you whether, wherever you go. I'm going to be with you. God would be with Joshua in dividing the land and keeping the law. Wherever Joshua's foot stepped in the land of Israel, God was going to be with him and be with the children of Israel. And that promise holds true for us today. This is a promise that God gives us even today. Now I want you to turn to Matthew. Turn to Matthew 28, verse 20. Look at what Jesus tells us in the Great Commission. He says, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of time. So what is that telling us? Jesus is always with us. When we face the good times, when we face the bad times, when we face times where we don't know which way to turn, where to go, times of a heavy heart, times of of triumph in our life, Jesus is with us. Because God will never forsake us. God will never forsake us. And Jesus adds to this, he says, I will be with you even to the end of time. He'll be right with us. For all time. For eternity. So during times of trial and tribulation that we face in our life, we can take comfort in knowing that Jesus is always with us. And likewise, the knowledge that he is always with us should what? It should help us to be strong and of good courage, even during the roughest parts of our life. Be strong and of good courage, knowing that God has never left us or forsaken us. Be strong and of good courage because we have his word in which to turn for comfort. Be strong and of good courage, knowing that all we have to do is turn to him. Because he's right there by us. And he's never forsaking us. He's with us during the lowest times of our life as well as the greatest triumphs. Trials and tribulations will happen. But we can be strong and of good courage in knowing that God is always with us. Always there for us to turn to. And he will help us all the days of our life. And he'll never forsake us. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, I just ask your blessings upon this time. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us during this time of invitation. 
Again, Lord, if there's any that need to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us. Continue to overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.